Hello everyone, my name's Sophia and I love reading the textbook. Welcome to volume five of Saitai's. Hi Sophia, so I understand you did your first co-op at AgriFoods. Can you tell us a little bit about what you did and some takeaways from that? Sure. Um, so I worked in a phage lab uh, ran by Hani Anani. And what we were doing is that uh, we were isolating bacteriophage against chicken pathogens. So that's Campylobacter jejuni and Salmonella. Um, it was a fun job, but at the same time, I didn't enjoy it on the side that I didn't get to socialize and talk to people, interact with them. A lot of my time was spent at the lab. My coworkers were amazing, but it just wasn't for me. Science takes a very specific person um, or personality, I should say. And I found through that job that um, I am meant more for outside of the lab rather than inside of the lab. And uh, I understand that a lot of students in Cybiz actually followed a similar path. So they may be interested in science in the beginning, but a lot of them will drop their spec. So I know like me personally, I was in biotech spec and then I went unspecialized and a lot of people have gone that same kind of route. Uh, I've also done research and decided that it wasn't really my forte. Mm -hmm. um, can you say what makes you more of a business person than a science person? Um, I think... I can, I'm kind of in the middle and I fall on both sides. That's why I personally chose to have a science job on the first uh, co-op term. And um, on the business side, I think it's because I'm really obsessed with um, how it all works and how it um, kind of plays into politics and how business and politics are integrated together because it's where I want to go with my life. Um, and the scientific side keeps me grounded and it makes me really, really high, uh, attentive, I would say, <laughs> not high, <laughs> attentive to detail. Um, and science keeps you organized. It's very intricate. Uh, so you always got to keep uh, looking for the details. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> there's always like a process to things, um, you know, whether it be in like a lab setting. So how do you think that ties into science and business, this, you know, analytical science versus like maybe more soft skills focused business classes? Mm -hmm. um, I think in science and business, you're constantly switching um, modes between the business and the science and ways of looking at things. Science is very step by step. Business is flexible and not formula centric. Um, and in classes you learn how to make connections or at least i try to in science and business it's not all science it's not all business it's like sometimes you see this equation in your chemistry class that you're using in economics and it literally looks like a titration curve um, making those connections is really valuable uh, in our program exactly and to kind of echo that point um science is m almost more of a way of thinking than it is a body of knowledge it's one thing to know that like this memorize these proteins um, and these like interactions but understanding how to figure out how they work um, is like you said it has a lot of analogs to uh, business operations mm -hmm. and um, I know a lot of the jobs I've interviewed for have been in the same vein they want something technical and they want it put in terms that anybody can understand um, and Cybis kind of touts themselves as like uh, 
the bridge between you know technology and business um but it's honestly a lot more than a talking point um it's something that's incredibly useful having that mindset and being able to articulate it well um i found it incredibly useful in everything that i do you know like personal and professional mm-hmm. um yeah okay do you have anything to, to add to that point um yeah i actually just want to ask you so science and business a lot of us you know it's kind of, kind of difficult to get science jobs mm-hmm. so where do you think science and business students fit in in the working world like do you see a specific uh, maybe something we've actually done in class um let's for example like mergers and acquisitions where it's like you need to know the technicals of a business but you also need to know how to present that knowledge to possible investors present it well um mm-hmm. and be able to like answer these questions off the top of your head really know like quite a bit of business but also understand you know maybe the science behind it mm-hmm. um do you is there any specific um job profession that comes mm-hmm. to mind to yes. you yes um right now there are a plenty of um pharmacogenomics companies uh companies focused on analyzing genetics um creating genetic kits uh targeted gene therapy um these companies all require a deep understanding of what they're doing essentially and so uh you can present what they're doing to investors um, as well as the background of being able to present and articulate those um, kind of science words uh, to words that a normal investor would be able to understand. Um, another skill that's becoming really valuable is actually knowing um, bioinformatics. A lot of these companies don't have anybody who knows the science, knows the business, and knows the bioinformatics. This is like a very rare combination um, that's not out there. So the way that I'm thinking about it is the school is like this good base of knowledge, but the way you really learn specifically about your profession that you're going into Mm -hmm. is getting into it and working Mm -hmm. and maybe learning from someone that's more experienced than you. So what kind of strategies do you take to kind of further your career path? Because like, you know, let's say you're going through Waterloo Works. You can filter and that can limit yourself. Mm-hmm. What kind of strategies do you take to try to avoid that? Um, so my strategy is actually going back to John's episode. Um, I don't like to do what I'm good at. I always do what I'm worse at. So when I wanted to go to that science job, it was like, what am I kind of okay at? Organization. And what can give me um, organizational organization skills and ability to multitask and keep track of a lot of metrics it was science and through that experience um, I came out stronger in those skills whereas before I wasn't Um, I was very regimented and not able to be flexible so you're trying to build uh, more like a well-rounded Exactly. Uh, learning experience, Exactly. So what I suggest to students right now going through Waterloo Works, um, think about what you're not learning in school and what you can learn at that job. So, for example, if you've never done something with physics or engineering, if you're qualified just enough, expose yourself to those kinds of people and learn from them. And you said, you know, you didn't necessarily enjoy your co-op mm-hmm. it wasn't right for you but mm-hmm. like i love what you're saying here it's all about the experience yeah. like now you know you've learned these skills um, mm-hmm. that you can set aside for later mm-hmm. and you've also have the experience of you know i don't 
really necessarily like that kind of work and yeah you know maybe you find somewhere that you fit in while you're at that job let's say so you see like yeah. oh this other person which is doing this you know connection yeah. somewhere in the company that's what i want to do mm-hmm. and then maybe i guess you could try to work your way into one of those positions mm-hmm. um so basically like one of the things i always like to tell people um i in the beginning i said i'd love to read textbooks which is right um but i hate reading books instead i talk to people and i learn from them um i see people as walking books and it's like literally the author of that book and their experiences you take it with a grain of salt but you learn from people's experiences and in order to um hearing them out and listening to them and taking something away from their experiences are two very different things um and i actually learned that from my grandfather and my father um they both told me to always listen to people and learn from them well, that's right and um like co-op is a great place to do that mm. um i um, personally have the belief that almost everything you need to be successful at a job is what you learn on the job if you're paying attention so you can go in kind of back to your point about waterloo works um like you don't have to limit yourself to what you are good at you can learn it there if you're willing if you're willing to to take on that challenge um when i went to deloitte um i didn't like i don't know what i really expected i was just going in for technology um and they needed me to code something and i was not like i had no no coding background but i went and i spoke to the people at deloitte and i learned from the wealth of knowledge that was there and from that, I was able to learn enough to do well at a co-op um, because I listened to them. Um, and uh, like another good piece of advice that I got from listening to people through SIBSA is um, on Waterloo Works, don't limit yourself for what you apply to. Kind of like, again, like you, what you were saying, your proficiency. Yeah. I just want to say I did follow that advice this semester and it's already gotten me like more interviews for jobs that you know weren't even listed under Sybase, which were the exact jobs that I were looking for. I was looking for, uh, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, Kate. <laughs> um, yeah, it it is like don't don't limit yourself by how many people have applied to that job, what you think you need for that job. Mm-hmm. You are good enough. If you are interested in that, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And that self motivation is all you really need. Yeah. So, uh, do you have anything else to close up, Kate? No, I'd just like to thank Sophia for her time. It was a good conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.